day of creation, God will look at all the things he has created and he will say that God looked at them and saw that they were good. But he looked at Adam, the first man, and realized that it was not good for man to live alone. So the woman too was not just created for fun, but was also created out of a need. Where he said that I need to give him a help mate. So beloved, you are not in this world just, just for the sake of life. So do not exist and just pass through and go. But leave. You are not supposed to just exist. But you are supposed to live. You are here for a living. You are not here just for existence. Now, I want you to know that God has also deposited something inside you which this generation needs. Now, let me tell you something. Anytime a child is born, The family into which the child has been born are happy. They rejoice. But the baby cries. As a matter of fact, if the baby refused to cry, the midwives were sure that the baby will cry. The same people who were happy when that baby was born, the day that baby is, leaves the world or being called to glory, that same family members will be crying. So, you should not leave this world crying. You should behave like Simeon. Who could call upon God and say that my eyes have seen thy glory and thy salvation. Let your servant depart in peace. Jesus Christ at the age of 33 years could say that it is finished. Why? He has given out everything. There's nothing left in him anymore. At age 33. He has given out all that was given to him. To give to the world. Is your generation benefiting from you. Now, senior brother Samson. In verse 20. And she said, say she said. No, she said, not he said. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, something, something. And he woke up of his sleep. And he said, No. Let's start from verse 19. And she made him sleep upon her knees. Delilah relaxed Samson. Now, don't expect to sleep on Delilah's lap and wake up in Abraham's bosom. No, it doesn't happen like that. Now, Delilah wasn't necessarily an enemy to Samson. As a matter of fact, she was his wife. And it was his wife who allowed the Philistines to take away that man's strength, his glory, his power, and his dignity. Now, beloved, as a church, I want you to be very careful 
who you play with or who you go out with or who is your friend or who is your partner the long and short of the story is that Samson's hair was not supposed to be shaved and he was also instructed not to take any um, hard liquor or any hard wine and that and the hair which was not supposed to be shaved represents his strength his power his dignity and his glory that god has given to him and this woman called the light And she made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man. And she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him. And his strength went. The moment his hair was shaved, the Bible says that his strength went of him. The moment his hair was shaved, left him beloved whatever god has given to you the presence of god that is with you the moment you allow yourself to be shamed that glory will leave you now the sad story the sad part of this story is that samson was lying on delilah's lap he thought he was enjoying but whatever samson thought he was enjoying or whatever he was losing was far serious and better than whatever he thought he was enjoying. Now, you see, it is so sad today that some of our sisters and brothers allow themselves to be deceived. Pack of right. A pack of to something we call fried rice with some chicken imported from Brazil five years on the sea and you allow a gentleman to be you with that pack of rice and takes away your dignity, your pride and your glory. To some of us we have lost relationship with God because We have lost our relationship with God because we were not so careful with the people that we are going out with. Now, you see, this gentleman is, you know what he wants from you. But you keep attaching yourself to that person, behaving as if you don't know what he wants from you. And you don't expect to sleep on Delilah's lap and wake up with your strength with you again. So let us be very, very careful how we lose of our relationship with God. Now, one thing that is killing us as Christians today is carelessness. Carelessness. We take everything for granted. It happened to a prophet God sent from Judah to Bethel to go and perform a function. Now, God gave him a very strict instruction that if you go to the place, do not eat, do not drink, and do not return by the same way you use in entering the city. Now, when this prophet went to do his work, 
the king of that place, Jeroboam, invited him to his house to come and dine and wine. Now, the prophet said, I will not go. Now, on his way back, another prophet, his children came to tell him that, Papa, have you heard? A prophet has come here to perform a service to God and he's on his way back. And that prophet saddled his ass and chased this prophet and met him on the way. And the Bible says that he told the prophet, listen, an angel of God has revealed to me that I should invite you to my house. Meanwhile, you receive your direct instruction from God. So if God, see, God cannot give me an instruction. And if God wants to change the instruction, he will turn this time to Adadoku. No. The same prophet who went to tell King Hezekiah that prepare your will for your time is up. When God wanted to add some years to his years, he used that same prophet to go back to speak to him. He didn't change the prophet. So God cannot speak to you personally and this time he speaks to another prophet. And this time not God speaking to that prophet, but an angel speaking to another prophet to come and speak to you. If you are, not, if you are careless, you cannot differentiate between the two. And what is killing as Christians today is carelessness. We are not careful about anything. So we get ourselves involved into situations that we didn't plan for. And it has affected us. We have, it has caused us to lose our hair. And as a result of that, our strength has left us. The relationship between us and God has left. But the Bible says that our spirit and the spirit of God bear witness that we are the children of God. But the spirit has left us. And there was nothing to bear witness. So the Bible says that this prophet brought him home and they were eating. Sometimes I read the Bible and I feel like crying. The Bible says that when they were eating, when they were eating, when they were eating, that prophet who deceived him and brought him home, oh my God, there was no prophet around. So God used that same prophet to prophesy. That man's doom. The prophet who brought him home and was feeding him. God spoke through that same prophet that listen, because you did not hack into my voice and you are here eating and dining, your carcass shall not return the sepulchre of thy fathers. Meaning that you would not be buried in the grave of your fathers. And on his way, a lion came out of the forest just to kill him and left his carcass there. The man who brought him home, the man who deceived him and brought him home to eat was the same person who prophesied his doom. To some of us, we lost our hair because of carelessness. As I said, Delilah was supposed to be a wife to Samson. It was through her that he lost his hair. It was through her that he lost his strength, his power, his dignity. Hallelujah. So be careful who you think you call your friend. There's a saying in tree. Yes, the person that you eat with in one bowl. Or not a real name. Before we are mature, we are. We are only need to do a job about coming. Or not a real name. 
opportunity yemo ade na open o bi hwan o fare because ono na one to say bi now Samson was also told not to marry from the Philistines. Sometimes I don't know why some of us be, be decide to play at dangerous grounds. Sisters, let me speak to you. Then I'll speak to the brothers. Then we pray that the hair will grow again. I don't know how to say this, but nudity has become appealing. So anytime we attach nudity to something itself. So today our sisters don't care how they dress anymore or don't care how they position themselves anymore. Today it is happening in our time, but I pray it is not in our church. That some ladies sell themselves out through naked videos. I have come across some before. Christians. She will position her phone, make a naked video, send it to you, and you pay for it. Yes. The people in the world are doing it. And I'm not surprised very soon it will enter into the church. Because the church doesn't set standards for the world anymore. It is the world who sets standards for the church now. There are some young men. They have decided not to leave fornication. But they will never fornicate with a lady who is not married. All that they like is married women. Yes. Beloved, if you are here and you are involved in that situation, stop it. I am speaking to you. If you are a lady, if you are a sister, if you are here and you sell yourself for sex, stop it. You see, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to say this, that you understand me. But today, ladies, ladies give themselves out for money. Before she will allow you to sleep with her, you pay. And the men are very comfortable with that. So she will not he will not marry you. And he will pay you for sex. I'm not saying that give yourself out for free. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say if you are not careful, you will not understand me. You are not supposed to do it at all. But this time around, you are doing it. You are trading it. You are, you are joining them. I'm told that they don't come anymore. The, uh, our sisters who are using uh, this place in the night. You are gradually joining them. You are not standing there with them. But if you are selling yourself out for money, if you are shaving your hair for money, then you are joining them. I pray it doesn't enter into our church. Hallelujah. But if you are here and you indulge in that act, please stop it. Because you are shaving your hair. And if you do that, your strength will leave you. Now, when Samson woke up, he didn't know the strength has left him. So he shook himself. He realized that, no, there's no more power left in me anymore. 
hallelujah oh hallelujah so as christians as young people let us be very very careful how we live our life let's be very very careful the people we associate ourselves with because the same person who is deceiving you will be the same person who prophesy your doom the bible says that delilah caused him to sleep on her knees or her laps and let me tell you see as i said whatever samson thought he was enjoying what he was losing cost more and more and more times whatever he thought he was enjoying let me give you this one if i forget please if you want to sleep wait till you die if you want to sleep wait till you die nobody wake you up now research has shown that the unmarried are having sex more than the married now those of us who have gone to register general who have been gazetted to have sex those who have not been registered are having sex more than us i don't know why gradually sex is becoming nothing to the world anymore and now we are metamorphosing from normal sex to lgbtq god cancel it in jesus name and i pray that no christian in this room or in our time ever indulge herself or himself in that act but you see they have a way of going about it your friend your lady friend only dear god no article no article then they will deceive you that it is safer to, uh, to uh, get yourself involved with your colleague lady than with a man after you will not get pregnant the the um, the risk of contracting an std is very low and gradually it will start making sense to you it doesn't make sense to anything it is an abomination it is a taboo god hates it god frowns on it and i want everyone to frown on that thing and if you will not frown on it don't, don't do it if you are here and you are you are in that situation you have endured yourself in it before or someone is gradually deceiving you into it morning now because something didn't know and when you read the account very well delilah tried several times we shake up and then there's no finish time he kept doing that he kept doing that and i don't know why but something couldn't the thing that he was enjoying this small thing it can it can kill you there's a saying i don't know how to put it but please the lost head shall grow again but beloved i'm here to give you some hope that all is not lost you might have regretted about certain things that you have done in your life you wish you didn't do them it is not too late it is not late say tell your brother it is not late no tell him or her it is not late because the bible says in verse 22 that when the hair began to grow something began to regain his strength back and it is my prayer that your hair 
will begin to grow. That is why Jesus Christ came to die for you and I. So whatever sins you might have committed, whatever crazy things you might have done in your past, let it belong to the past. Doc spoke about it. Some of us, our problem is our past. Please, your past, as a, even though it ref, reflects your present, do not live in your past. Whether it's even good or bad, do not live in your past. Now, if your past was good, still don't live in it. If your past is bad, do not live in it. Now, if you live in your uh, good past, your past which was good, it brings you some sort of complacency. It makes you think that you have achieved a lot. And therefore, why you be? Now, if your past is bad, it, it affects you. It, it, it traumatizes you. And then when you, sometimes you go on your knees to pray and your past begins to reflect and you, you feel your pillow are filled with tears and not even able to pray anymore. So somebody like Paul, sometimes when he remember what he did to Stephen, it was... Paul, who supervised the assassination of Stephen, he supervised, he was there, he, and he ensured that the last breath of Stephen has left him, and he left. And he wanted to go for Peter. Hallelujah. He wanted to go for Peter, and also assassinate him. And on his way to Damascus, to get a warrant to arrest Peter, he was arrested by the Holy Spirit. Now, then Paul looked at his past, and he has now become an ambassador to the same gospel. So he says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, that I, 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 I look forward to receiving the high pricing of God, the high price of the calling, and I look behind on my past. Beloved, God, if he doesn't put his past behind him, he cannot go forward. Because his past always reminds him of what he did, and he's not able to preach the gospel. Because the same people he was trying to please, now he was going to the same people with the gospel. So he said, I press on towards the mark so that I can receive the price of the high calling of God. Put your past behind you and allow the lost hair to grow again. Now when you read verse 23, then the laws of the Philistines... Now let me tell you something also. Samson did not only lose his strength, he also lost his sight. Now, the Bible says that they removed his eyes. He couldn't see anymore. Vision was lost. And if you are here and you don't have any vision in life, you are like a man who has gone to buy a brand new car, fill the fuel tank this current price of fuel begins to drive in town. You meet a doctor and ask you where you're going. He said, ah, and you keep driving until you dissipate all the fuel. You go back to refuel and you keep driving, you keep driving. And at the end of the day, you reach nowhere because you're going nowhere. Now, if you live your life in circles, that is a man without a vision. Now, if we draw a very good circle and we tell it to Tell us where this circle starts and it ends. You can't tell us where any good circle starts and where it ends. So if you live your life in circles, you are without a always live your life in circles. 31, you realize that you have not reached anywhere in life because you are not going anywhere in life. 
if you are going somewhere, then you can say, I have reached here. No, if I tell you I am going to Kumasi, and you call me on phone after two or three hours, I can tell you I'm at Konongo. But if I don't know where I am going, how can I tell you where I have reached? He lost goals. He didn't live for anything anymore. And the people that he was born to destroy them, they afflicted him and they used him for Mary. M-E-R-R-Y. They used him to enjoy themselves. The people that was about to affect the world are making fun of you. Because you have lost vision. You have lost your sight. But the hair shall grow again. How did the hair of his head began to grow again after he was saving? Then the laws of the Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon, their God. And when the people saw him, they praised their gods, for they said, Our God have delivered into our hands our enemy and the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. But they didn't know his hair has begun to grow. And it came to pass when their hearts were merry that they said, Call for Samson. And Samson said unto the lad that held him by his hand, Suffer me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now, this is what happened. They brought Samson as usual to create jokes for them to laugh. So, those who brought him, he told them that. I want to feel the pillars. No, the man, the man was so strong that he said, I want to feel the pillars because the hair has begun to grow. See, the hair has begun to grow. Now put your head on your head. Put your hand on your head. Say, May my hair begin to grow. Now I want to hear your voice. Say, May my hair begin to grow. So that my strength shall be restored. So that my glory shall be restored in the name of Jesus. So Samson told the people that I want to feel the pillars so I can lean on them. So they positioned him in such a way that he could feel this pillar and he could touch this pillar. Because the hair had begun to grow, Samson was able to gather some strength again. Now beloved, allow your hair to begin to grow and you can do that as Paul admonished the people of the efficiency that let us grow in our salvation day by day let us work out our salvation with fear and trembling let us be a daily student of the word of god let us develop a daily prayer life let us leave the world the world has nothing to offer us as i said from the beginning if you want to sleep wait till you die nobody wake you up hallelujah now let, let, let us reject the world and the things that are in it see the bible say that seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness when you seek these things all other things shall be added unto you so jesus christ told the pharisees why do you lay so much emphasis on minor things at the expense of major things and he told them that if you were wise you would do the major things without neglecting the minor ones today we lay so much emphasis on minor things at the expense of major things 
Now, what I'm saying is that just like you've gone to the market to buy an, an olunka of rice, and then you are begging the woman said to me so, or something to so, and you are begging her for hours, you are begging her so on to so, and you are so much interested in the jara than the main thing that you have bought, and you begin her to the sense that okay, the woman should take the olunka that you are paid for and give you them to so. That's what some of us are behaving today. The main thing that you are paid money for, we give it back, we give it out, and take home the entusol. We leave that one out. We are laying so much emphasis on minor things at the expense of major things. But I admonish you this morning that please do the major things without neglecting the minor ones. Let your hair begin to grow again, so that any glory that you have lost shall be restored. So that any relationship that we have lost with God shall be restored. So the Bible says that something leaned on the pillars, and because the hair has begun to grow, some strength has begun to be gathered. And the Bible says that He removed, and the pillars, you know, pillars holds the building. And he was able to break down the pillars and the whole building collapsed. And the Bible says that over a 10,000 people died that day when his hair began to grow. It is my prayer that even as your hair begins to grow, may you gather your strength once again and may you destroy your enemies. Now the sad aspect of his story is that he died with his enemies. Because what he did was like suicide bombing. There was no way to escape. The only thing he could do was to die with his enemies. But I pray that you will not die with your enemies. But you will gather the strength and the courage. You will gather the power, the glory to destroy them. And you, call, you have the reason and the cause to live once again. In the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we be on our feet this morning? Just begin to talk to God this morning. That Father of God, let my hair begin to grow again. Just begin to talk to God this morning. That let my lost hair begin to grow. The lost hair here represents your glory, represents your relationship with God, represents your strength, your power, your dignity as a young man and as a woman. Cause it to grow again so that you can affect the people that you are supposed to affect. Those that you are supposed to affect positively, you will be able to do that. And those that you are supposed to affect negatively, you will be able to do that. May your hair begin to grow in the name of Jesus. May God cause your lost hair to begin to grow once again. Your lost hair represents the thing that you have lost in life. So the Bible says that this is the type of restoration. Anything that the canker worm and the pillar worm and the palmer worm and the caterpillar and the locust has eaten from you shall be restored back unto you once again, even in the name of Jesus Christ. May your hair begin to grow. May you receive your strength. May you receive power. May you receive wisdom. May you receive knowledge. May you receive understanding. May you receive dignity. May you receive glory. To destroy your enemies. But not to die with them. In Jesus name. Amen.